Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Doing today, so uh, I don't know about you, but I was up pretty early, and I actually turned on the TV in the morning, which is something I don't normally do. I actually watched uh, CNBC. Uh, I wanted to watch the stock market open today. Uh, I had been reading since last night and a bunch this morning. You know, obviously the market, you know, the the futures were pointing to a pretty negative open, and. Um, I just had to see it for myself. I think I saw a print of down 982, I think was the low that I saw. Um, I didn't bother to go back and confirm that, but it was down a bunch. Uh, watched it kind of the first half hour. Uh, last I checked, uh, it, was, it was down less than 800, uh, I think, as I, as I came up. Got another cup of coffee and, and decided to, I was ready to have this conversation. So, <clears throat> first... Uh, this is why people were getting flat, in my opinion, for the weekend, right? Uh, I've called this out, I think, three different times, three different Fridays that I thought people would get flat. Uh, the first two, I believe, Mondays were up because nothing really happened over the weekend. Uh, I think we're seeing the first cracks in that uh, with South, South Korea and Italy uh, and really Iran uh, out of nowhere reporting outbreaks. And really what this is all about for me is, again, it's about the consumer, right? Uh, and I think we're seeing behavior change. Uh, we're seeing fear spread a lot faster than the virus. And that is something that I watch, right? Right now it is definitely isolated in Asia and now Europe. Uh, but that, you know, it, it, it could be more than that, right? We're seeing, we're certainly going to see supply chain disruptions uh, with all this just-in-time manufacturing and a global manufacturing supply chain. It's only natural uh, that we see that. Um, you know, I mean, just for example, toy manufacturers uh, this morning I read are going to be impacted. And some of them are saying they could be out of stock by Easter, and, um, you know, the fact is 80% of toys are made in China. So this is, um, this is not going to go away. Uh, we, we could be on the cusp of, I believe, the first pandemic in my lifetime. Uh, I hope it is uh, slowed in Europe and uh, South Korea and the like. Uh, but we'll see. Um, you know, this, this could be a real test for the world economy. And... What I find myself asking is, um, you know, let's talk about the downside and, and then let the upside run, right? Let it take care of itself. What would happen if Asia, for the most part, and Europe um, had bad Q1s and maybe this lingers to Q2 and the, and the world goes into a recession, right? What, what, do we, what, what does that do, right? So all kinds of questions being asked. Um, you know, supply, even if, even if the U.S. is successful in keeping this virus at bay, uh, which near as I can tell the CDC and the quarantines that we have, 15 cases for the, 
for our our nation knock on wood uh is uh, is outstanding so it's 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 something we got to pay attention to um we definitely got to pay attention to uh it's going to be an ugly day uh it will be interesting to see if we revisit the lows uh, at least in the dow down a thousand it's just a psychological level uh it'll be interesting to watch this from the close uh, I'm actually going to be taking off to Fresno today, looking at another property. Uh, this is, uh, it's a big house, much bigger than I normally buy. Uh, it's actually set up in a way, it's kind of a three one in the front and a one one in the back, right? Uh, I believe it's one big house, um, but it could be a great Airbnb property for someone. So um, it will be interesting. Um, uh, I'm sorry I missed that. Why don't you send me an email at mzuber at onerentalatatime.com and I'll try to get to your question. I missed it. I didn't read it fast enough. The thought bubble went away. Uh, but again, it's going to be an ugly day. Oh yeah, I'm going to Fresno, so I'm not going to be able to watch the market and see what's going on. I'm interested in the last 10 minutes, right? What's going to happen at the close. Uh, so we're going to see what's going on. I did think it was interesting that CNBC had Warren Buffett uh, on TV for three hours this morning. Uh, he generally speaking is a calming influence. Um, you know, he talks about owning for the long term and you know all of those great things. Uh, I thought he said a couple of different things that I thought were interesting. First off, he's twenty percent in cash, uh, which at his level is a lot of cash. Uh, he's obviously been waiting for buying opportunities, and he may have one in front of him. Uh, he talked about Apple potentially being the best business he knows of. Uh, he owns. Uh, he owns a lot of Apple, I think five over 5% of the company. Uh, it's actually the largest valuation, even bigger than some of his, um, his largest purchase, so uh, quite substantial. Uh, and then he said uh, cryptocurrency has no value and he will never own it. Um, I, I trust the crypto folks out there would say, of course he wouldn't. He's 89 years old and doesn't get it. Uh, but yeah, I would say Warren at 89 has seen a lot of things, so uh, I thought it was an interesting uh, opinion. Italy uh, had the worst uh, day for stocks. It was down 4%. Kind of makes sense. They now are quarantining different little cities. Again, we are seeing the outbreak in Europe. Uh, we will see if that continues or if they can keep it down. Uh, I talked about the 30-year note last week. Kind of scaring me a little bit at 1.89. Well, guess what? It's at 1.83 today. So uh, going lower, the flight to safety is on and on in a big, big way. Uh, does look like Intuit is out to do some shopping. Uh, they look like to, they might be buying Credit Karma for $7 billion cash in stock. I thought that was interesting. Blackstone's going shopping in Japan. Uh, it looks like they're buying a whole hotel chain called, I'll mispronounce this, Unizo. Don't know what that is. 6,000 yen a share. Uh so that's, that's kind of interesting. Business is still going on. I think Blackstone, uh, you know, they are a, a tremendous uh, company that is always on the lookout to grow their real estate portfolio. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, I did think this, this is really frightening. I don't know if you guys caught this, but it looks like the market, whatever that is, uh, has a 50, what was it? 53% chance of a rate cut by April. Um, this is the classic Fed put, right? They are thinking the Fed is going to bail us out. I, I don't see it for sure. I think, I think the economy is really strong. 
yes, I, the, the economy is walking on a tightrope for sure. Um, I think the U.S. is by far the strongest economy, by far strongest economy. And I don't think you have a rate cut into that. You know, if, if Asia and Europe go into a recession and maybe pull us down, maybe. But I don't think you see that by April. And then the one that really freaked me out is they're talking about three, three rate cuts by the end of 2020. That would take us to zero. That would be, that would be frightening. That would be bad. That would mean, that would mean the stock market is way down. Uh, the economy is in a recession. I don't see it. Uh, but, but, you know, I just think the market is overreacting, you know, for all the things that I talk about, uh, what, what do I do about a commercial lot? I found 20 by 40, but I think it's in a trust. What do I, what do I do about that? I don't know what that means. Uh, I assume it means you found a lot for sale, but it's in a trust. I, I'm not really sure what that question was about, but again, send me an email and we can talk about it offline and maybe I'll do a video on it. Um, so again, I think, I think the market is overreacting to the need or they really want rate cuts, right? Rate cuts mean stocks go higher, right? That's the general thing. So, um, <laughs> cool. I like it. Um, go get the book. Oop, one rental at a time. Uh, in the end, that is, uh, that is interesting. So again, the Fed rate cuts are I just don't see those happening. We have to save those for when our economy is real trouble. Um, you know, going to zero. Um, it just, I don't see it in the cards. Again, uh, we will get through this thing. Uh, I think right now what we see is we've gone from, I think last week I was cautious, but most folks were like not paying attention. Today, it feels like everyone is afraid and I'm more up. up. Uh, I think there are better things ahead. Um, you know, so I try to stay balanced on this. So I think what we're going to see is some buying opportunities. Uh, you definitely want to avoid stocks overweighted in China, uh, for now, because I think the supply chain disruptions are going to be much bigger than people are crediting today. I think bank stocks are really going to get crushed, uh, cause their interest spread is, is falling. Uh, so we'll see. Um, oh. Look at you, already up 26 grand in the first half hour. Awesome, good for you. Let's see how it, let's, Tell me how it ends by the end of the day. It's going to be interesting. So uh, the last thing I did see today is uh, just more proof that education, at least by the numbers, makes sense. Uh, I saw a, a post that says the average income for a bachelor's degree is 72. Um, yeah, gold is up, Bitcoin's up, definitely. I would think anything flight to safety, right? Yields go down, gold goes up. Uh, Bitcoin goes up, you know, oil's down big, so it's pretty crazy. So again, 72 grand for a bachelor's degree and 39 grand for a high school uh, diploma. So again, these numbers can be skewed, obviously, but again, I thought that was an interesting report. And in the end, um, I'm going to sit here and kind of look at consumer behavior. It's just only one data point, but I had a friend um, who asked his mom out to lunch in an American city, and his mom said, no, I'm going to stay home because I don't want to catch the virus. And again, this is in a city where there is no virus 
there's not a person that has caught it. Um, and, you know, obviously I believe the mom is being over, overly cautious. But why I bring that up for is that's the change in consumer behavior that when it, when it goes affects an economy, right? Less people going out to eat, less people going to amusement parks, less people going to movies, less people going to malls. We're, we are going to see consumer behavior change. Um, I saw it firsthand in Asia when we were there about a month ago. From the day we landed to the day we left, consumer behavior changed. I suspect that is happening in Europe big time today. If we see a spike in infections from the 15 we have today, um, yes, airline stocks are down. They have to be down. Cruise stocks have to be down. Hotels have to be down. Uh, if we see a spike in the U.S. from 15 to 150, we're going to see the American consumer change in mass. And those are the things we have to. So again, what's happening? I've checked two things, the consumer and cost of capital. Cost of capital is going lower. Um, the 30-year went from 1.89 uh, to 1.83. Um, yes, I understand that. Totally get it, but that doesn't mean... People are irrational all the time, <laughs> and you are right. The flu kills a lot of people every year. Um, thus far, this virus has not uh, no fatalities in the U.S., knock on wood. Uh, but again, that doesn't mean with all the press out there talking about it that consumer behavior won't change. Consumer behavior will change. Um, people are not rational. Uh, so that's what we have to watch for. So in the end, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I can't remember the last time I watched CNBC in the morning. It's been so long. Um, but I had to watch the open. I had to see the print. Um, yep. Yeah, three in, three in Italy. Uh, I hope they were able to contain it, Tom. I heard they shut down a couple of cities. So uh, um, I wish you and the entire region all the best. And I hope this thing goes away quickly. Um, let us know how it goes going forward. If you want, just keep coming back and we'll talk every day. Uh, okay. I'm going to go off to Fresno here in about an hour and go check out a, another property to buy. And, uh, I think this one will be a good Airbnb property, but I'll let you know when I come back tomorrow. And of course, have a wonderful day. Just so you know, I recorded two videos, uh, that will post later today. One at nine o'clock, which is our weekly discussion with Greg Dickerson. Uh, that's about how to get started what to do if you were 18, 30, or 50. I thought that was a fun conversation. And then I think at 11, uh, I recorded a mastermind call that I was invited to. They let me record it. Uh, some gentlemen investing in single-family homes invited me to, to talk and ask, answer some questions. Uh, so it is, um, yes, we definitely need a pullback. People were too op op optimistic? optimistic last week, in my opinion. Uh, but the mastermind call was a lot of fun. It was about an hour long, and they just kept peppering me with questions. Uh, so I thought that was a lot of fun. And again, they let me post it. So uh, that will be up at 11. So lots of content coming your way today. Uh, I think it's 90 minutes in original content. And um, of course, have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye.